Yo. One, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell right now. Subscribe so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio where I, myself, Jay Prague, sit down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, and you know for the end of the show is that we gotta drop that new heat. Today, I got a special guest on the phone lines hailing all the way from Miami, Florida. I got my man MT Streets on the phone lines. What's up, bro? Thanks so much for having me on your show. Man, my pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you for jumping on the bandwagon today, all right? Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. My man, my man. So uh, I got a chance to check out that new single, Highway to Hell. We're going to talk about that. Uh, of course, I'm going to let you introduce it a little later on in the show. And at some point during the show, I want to give you some feedback of what I thought of the song, just as a fan of music, all right? Absolutely. Can't wait. Cool, cool. But first and foremost, let's start off. Let's rewind for all my listeners a little bit. Let's talk to them a little bit. Are you originally from Miami, Florida? No, no. I grew up in San Diego, uh, California. Oh, wow. On the other coast. Years. Wow. Yeah, I grew, up, I grew up down there. I went to school out there for 10 years. I grew up in San Diego. And then for the last three years, I was living in Los Angeles. And I recently moved to Miami in October. Oh, okay, okay. So talk to us a little bit. We, we're going to do the whole I want to be able to for my listeners to find out the whole transition which you move in from uh, you know San Diego to California to uh, uh, then to Miami so let's talk a little bit about San Diego first and foremost you said that's where you were originally from born and bred not born but I was raised there oh okay that's where you raised okay well talk to us about growing up in San Diego because you know for our listeners that bit that's a, a different culture over there different scene set the tone for us a little bit about growing up in that area yeah super chill vibe I mean it's you got the surf community that's really strong out there um, the weather is pretty much perfect 24/7 not no humidity you know very low drama everybody's really chill. And it's a really cool place to grow up. I mean, it's very expensive to live there, but at the end of the day, you get what you pay for. It's beautiful. It's probably the most beautiful place I've ever been. 
Now, what led you uh, to moving from there to your next destination? Yeah, San Diego, for me, I, I'm not even going to lie, as beautiful as it is, it started getting dark for me. Uh, it's just, it just the energy in San Diego, just growing up there, seeing people change, seeing you know life unfold in certain ways and I just had to get out of there. I had to get out of the same cycle. I saw, you know, the same kids on the same blocks doing the same stuff that they would do back in high school, and I was out of high school at that point, and I was, I was just over it. So I wanted, I wanted to switch it up. I moved up to LA, and started kind of rolling with the music. Okay. So LA is where you really found the passion for the music. Yeah, I always had the passion for the music. Like I grew up playing piano and eventually just started making beats for fun but when i moved to la i really took it seriously i i really took everything i was doing and tried to make a career out of it which led me to you know eventually from being a producer to becoming an artist and getting to where i am now humble beginnings humble beginnings now now we're in miami what what brought us to miami florida is that furthering the career yeah it was a, it was a mixture of a couple things you know la was a beautiful blessing for me but at the same time the industry i was in and the the culture i was a part of got really dark i lost a lot of people i lost my brother i lost my roommates i lost girlfriends i lost to so many people to drugs and what you know just that culture of of hip-hop percocets whatever yeah and you know it, it got so overwhelming to the point where I had to switch something up. Something wasn't working, and I just saw it, and I felt it. And I would go out to the clubs every night, and I'd see the same people doing the same stuff all the time. And I just had to switch it up. So I had to come out here, get a, get a fresh start, you know, a clean slate with everything. And at the end of the day, I'm really grateful I did because I started going to new clubs and seeing new things. And I really realized that, People out here dance to different music, and it really gave me the confidence I needed to switch from a hip-hop artist that I have in my roots to more of a pop artist. With So there's some influence of hip-hop in there still, because I'll always be, you know, inspired by hip-hop music. But, mm -hmm. yeah, really honed in on pop music now. Talking to my man MT Streets right now, uh, originally from California, living right now in Miami, Florida. Got the new single, Highway to Hell. Um, let's talk a little bit about the single and the record. What was the purpose of the song? Yeah, man. So I was battling a drug addiction, a really bad one, for many years. Like right as I was 16, my parents divorced, and I just couldn't get off drugs. And I, I was going from anywhere from weed all the way up, you know, all the way up the ladder. And honestly, Every time I would go to rehab, I would hit rock bottom right before I'd get out of rehab. I would kind of keep going in this cycle of of just useless crap. And I ended up just realizing that there were so many points in my life where I really needed help and just felt so alone. And when I made this song, I, I haven't smoked weed since, you know, a year and a half now, maybe two years even. Congratulations. And, and I'm off of it all. And really I'm singing it from a perspective of looking back on this time of my life from when I was 16 to even up to 21 and I was just off the rocker and I needed help and I realized so many people are probably like that where they just feel like they're so alone and I'm singing it from a perspective where I already made it out of that cycle I made it out of that you know kind of rough patch and 
I'm looking back and saying, you know, I needed help, but there wasn't anyone to tell. I was by myself driving on that highway to hell. Mm. I was literally driving myself down into the same ditch that I had to bury tons of my friends in. And it was, it was really scary watching me go down that, but making it on the other side, I wanted to write a song for people just so that they know they're not alone. Dope, dope. So what would you say are those emotions or feelings you wanted from the listener? Obviously, you wanted them to connect in some way with the song. You're talking to some people that are going through some similar things, similar issues, right? Yeah, so it's it's interesting. So I'm trying to let people know that everything's going to be okay. You know, take take certain steps to get help if you need it, and it will work out. You know, you just work work whatever system you want to work and it'll work out for you. And, you know, so I'm singing about this really emotional time in my life where I was really scared and I didn't know what to do, but I put it over this really pop Charlie Puth, Dua Lipa sounding beat. And it was designed to almost inspire people. So that way they knew there's hope. Okay. Now, How's your area responding to the new single, or, or though your network even? How, how's your circle responding to the new release? And they love it. They love it. I've had so many people reach out to me and say this is exactly what they needed to hear, or you know, they have the song on repeat and they're going through something, and the song inspired them to get some help. And whether it's my inner circle or people that heard the song for the first time that I never met, you know, just seeing an Instagram message or a email come through that says, "Hey, I heard the song and." That's exactly what I needed today, and it just it just really helps me out knowing that I'm helping other people out. You know, as much as I wrote the song for me to to get a lot of stuff bottled in off my chest, I really put it out there for everybody else to get the same kind of feeling, and I'm really glad that it's doing that. Now, talk to us about the artist's name. Why, why MT Streets? Yeah, man, that's interesting. I think you're the first person to ask me that. So, <laughs> so Mark is my actual birth name, and then Thomas is my middle name, right? And so my last name is Rhodes. Okay. But we took the M and the T from Mark and Thomas, and then instead of Rhodes, we just used streets, and there we had empty streets. Ooh, okay, okay. See, I, I'm fascinated by things like that. Those are the questions I like to ask. I like to know the thought process behind certain things not only the songs the names the artist names the titles in fact that's why i'm glad you elaborated on highway to hell because i was going to ask about that as well you know like where did that stem from to where you pulled that title out you know yeah absolutely yeah it was uh it's definitely like a little play on words there uh, that's dope that's dope talking to mt streets right now got the new single highway to hell um, let's talk a little bit about your influences. Who are some of those artists or musicians you were listening to kind of coming up? Well, who influenced you? Yeah, so growing up, I I had a, a number of influences, um, and they changed. So, I, I mean, growing up, I was listening to a lot of, just a lot of rap music. So Gucci Mane was a huge um, inspiration for my brother and for me as well. And when he, when my brother made his first album um, before he passed away, he actually had a lot of people from Gucci's label, 1017, on the album. And then it was produced by 808 Mafia Cicero. Um, okay. So he was like a huge inspiration for me, um, helping me 
just make beats, better beats, watching him in the studio, just doing his thing. He kind of big brothered me in that whole producing industry. But, you know, I had this album come out on June 12th of last year, and it was a really fantastic product. I, I recorded it all at Paramount with the most you know, the most expensive equipment and the best engineers. And I had Travis Scott and Don Toliver's producers, Paul Tyree and Rob McDaniels. They came out and flew out to New Jersey and they made some whole album for me. And I sang the whole thing. And at the end of the day, it's a great product, but I didn't really relate to a lot of it at the end of it. So I took time off. And as I was moving to Miami, I was really just listening to music. I was really just listening to music and seeing where my brain and my heart took me. And now my inspirations are, I mean, it's very clear to me who I really relate to a lot. And it, I would say that's Charlie Puth, Kid Leroy, Post Malone, Justin Bieber, and Dua Lipa. That's some nice names right there. Okay. And I can, I can definitely get a sense of that from hearing your music. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Charlie Puth is one of the most talented people in the world. Uh, it, would, it would definitely, at some point, I definitely want to work with him. Now, what does a recording session look like with MT Streets? Take us in the booth for a moment. Take us in that recording session. What does that look like with MT Streets? Yeah, I mean, from from the artist side, I like to go in, you know, hear the hear the music on some super loud speakers with the bass just pumping, and. I'll usually catch a vibe. I'll usually catch a vibe. And within seconds, the melody usually just pops in my head. And I'll start writing writing over the beat. So I like to start with the beat, end with the lyrics. And so as the beat's kind of playing and I'm catching a feel for it, I'll end up just starting to write. And as I start to get stuck a little bit, I'll have the, the engineer or whoever turn the beat off completely. Just dead, dead silence. And I'll be able to just finish what I was trying to do and then I'll say all right turn the beat back on and as I hop in the booth I usually just crank it out you know a few takes and off we go now how about the production side what is that like for you sitting in the producer seat yeah so as a producer right and I haven't made a lot of beats recently it's probably been you know, like eight months now since I've made a beat. But when I was doing it, I was doing it big. And I I ended up making tons of music for tons of artists. Um, But they, I would go into the the studio and I always, always, always start with the piano, just a raw piano. I grew up playing the piano. Uh, I had tons of music theory teachers. I actually can't read music, but I just had tons of music theory teachers classes, mm-hmm. um, and, I, and I was very skilled on the piano. That's what even got me into all all types of music in general. And so what I would do is I would sit down on the piano, I'd play a melody that I like, go on Omnisphere, go on one of the plugins, and find a sound that I like, editing that sound, and I would come up with a loop. I would essentially just make myself a loop. And then I would start adding the hats and the snares and the kicks and the bass. But I would always start with the the piano melody line and kind of have everything follow that. So as we're catching a vibe, if you have a really good melody line, you can sing over it and start getting inspiration to it without any type of beat to it. And so when that starts to happen, I'm like, all right, I'm on to something. Let's start making the beat. Let's start doing it. And that's just really how you catch a vibe. You know, it's it's really about 
is this artist vibing with what I'm making? And you can just tell right off the bat if they are or aren't. Now, which one do you prefer? Do you prefer the, the artistry more, being an artist? Absolutely. 100%. And I've been on everything. I've been everything from an audio engineer to a producer to an artist. And out of all of them, I would say production is actually what I like the least at this point. I really enjoy playing the piano, but I do not enjoy producing anymore. It's just not a passion of mine like it used to be. Yeah. And that, that came over time with change. And as I really, you know, I was, I was my brother's biggest producer. And at the same time, when he passed away, I felt like so did my beats, so did my producing. And so you kind of took on the role of the artistry. Is that kind of in your brother's name, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, he had this whole brand, NBF, right? It's nothing but family. Uh, and it's really, it's really hones in on the fact that, you know, no matter how shaken our actual family got, we had these group of people around us that were our family. They weren't our friends. We wouldn't let friends in. Like, if we, if we liked you, we loved you. You were our family. And so NBF was his thing. And when he passed away, I took it on. Um, and I really wanted to do something with it. I did not want to let that die. So, that's really where I became the artist and I stepped in front of the microphone instead of behind it. And I really wanted to just do something with it, you know, and keep pushing it, keep pushing it. And so now we have a new NBF. Nice. Nice. It's always better when you have a, you know, like a purpose connected to it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, as an artist and producer yourself, how, how do you feel about the climate of today's music and artistry you're hearing? How do I feel about it? Yeah, what do you what do you feel about the climate and the temperature and the, just the creativity you're hearing from other artists right now? You know what, man? There's a lot of really talented artists out there right now, and I think the weekend really set a new trend with 80s style music coming back and i really have been listening to a lot of them and i noticed that there's a lot of um similar drum patterns going on in pop music now that are very similar to the 80s drum patterns and i really like the the vibe of where it's going but you know there's always something that's coming next and it's always interesting to see who's hopping on that wave and i mean kanye west does a great job of figuring that out and he always sets some type of trend and that's the next thing, but I'm talking about really what's going on now and how music has changed and hip hop has even changed a lot over the last few years. And, you know, it's, um, it's definitely interesting to see where things are going. Now, when it comes to releasing MT streets projects, what's, what's some of those top, th top tier things that are like important to you? I would say the number one thing that's important to me is quality. I'm not going to put anything out that sounds like garbage and I'm not going to put anything out unless it's radio ready. So the mix and the master has to be incredible. And then after that, I would say the beat is just as important as the mix and the master. It's, it's neck and neck because without a good beat, you've lost the people already. I mean, producers are running the industry completely and without a, you know, just a solid, solid beat, nothing, nothing else matters. And then after that, obviously your melody line has to be 
solid and everything has to connect. And a lot of people when they're writing songs, they can get off topic. So I think that very intentional lyrics matter. Mm, good point. Now, who are some people that deserve some acknowledgement or shout outs for their help or support, whether it be behind the scenes or features or just helping the studio in some form or fashion? So Adam Catania, he's a engineer I met through Paramount Records. He mixes and masters a ton of my music, and that's one of the guys that deserves just a huge shout out. He's a super hard worker, super talented guy. Uh, Nova Blisto, he's actually the artist on Highway to Hell, but he also just does everything. One of the most talented people I know from tattooing to actual paintings to cover art to shooting his own music videos to mixing, mastering, producing, writing. I mean, he does everything. So Nova Blisto is one of those guys that you just have to have to check out. And then uh, I would say Cicero from 808 Mafia just for teaching me a whole new level to this thing. I mean, he's he, he made the three-headed goat song with a uh, little baby and Polo G and yep. Dirk and just seeing him in the industry and you know tagging along with him through a bunch of you know life experiences really influenced me as well. So I would say between those guys, those those people all deserve some big shout outs right now. Okay. Now take this moment for my listeners, if you had to sell yourself to my listeners right now, who is Empty Streets? Why are you so unique? Why should they follow the music and support? So I like to say that I'm a pop artist who makes music for people in pain. Mm. I make pop music for people in pain. And my whole message isn't to make people grow apart or make people hate themselves for certain things that they might relate in my music. My music is designed to really bring people together and acknowledge certain things that they might want to change in themselves. And I really, at the end of the day, want to help people and let people better themselves. And so if you're in a really good place, you might not relate to my music as much, but if you're going through a heartbreak or if you're going through addiction or if you're going through grief and loss, my music's really perfect for you. And that's why I like to say I make pop music for people in pain. Mm. so what's your ultimate goal what would you say is that ultimate goal in the music industry for you I want to headline Coachella ah nice 100% and I don't even want to stop until I get there because at the end of the day that's been my goal for a long time and whatever I gotta do to get to that point I'm I'm gonna do it I'm gonna figure that out but yeah, that's happening. I think that's a great segue into my next question. Are you afraid of failure? Like not completing your musical missions? No, I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of failure at all. I mean, failure is a part of life. You know, I don't I don't see it in my future. I don't I don't see myself not achieving my goals. Usually when I'm very determined to do something, I just do it. And whatever that means. You know, I had to take a lot of time off of my of my last sounding music just to push where I'm at now with the pole pop thing but I think I really found my lane now and as I'm fine and I really found that I have a really set consistent strategy and I think consistency is the biggest thing but I think just 
with the way I'm doing it and the way I'm dropping a single every three weeks and I'm really, you know, getting a solid fan base that really understands where I'm at, where my head's at and they're rocking with it. And I think if I just keep going, I don't think there's anything that'll stop me. Obviously there's obstacles that'll come. Everything, you know, everything has, it's not a straight line anywhere, but I've dealt with, I've dealt with shit my whole life. It's nothing new. Say nothing new, nothing new, just another day, right? Right. It's another day in paradise. So what's coming up for MT Streets? What what should our listeners be on the lookout for? So actually today I had another single drop. It's called Just Friends. You can okay. find it on Spotify, Apple Music, you can find it on YouTube, Instagram. I mean you can find it just about anywhere. And that's a really cool single. Uh, it was about a personal relationship I had with this girl. She moved to Costa Rica. I mean, we, we had this thing going on in June of last year, and she told me she loved me, wanted to be boyfriend, girlfriend. And I, I was like, no, you're moving to Costa Rica. I'm moving to Miami. That's not going to work. But she ended up coming to Miami. I was like, okay, now it could work. But uh, ironically she didn't even want that to happen she was like i think we're better as just friends and so then the song mm-hmm. came out as just friends and you know it's just a really cool song about a, a relationship i had like lingering feelings and she just obviously didn't feel the same way and so in the song i say you know with the distance you grew a different heart and that's exactly what happened so it's a song about you know two lovers that just kind of grew apart Very deep, very deep. It sounds like everything you do is pretty much like from life experiences. Is is that safe to say? Absolutely, absolutely safe to say. And it's it's crazy too. Sometimes I'll have writer's block, and if I have writer's block, I I know exactly what what it is. I mean, I have to go out and live more. I have to go out. I have to live and have experiences, and then I'll come back in the booth and write up some some stuff about what I just experienced. But I don't like writing very generic stuff. I write things in a way that people can relate to, but for me, everything has a huge deep meaning. Let me go ahead and give you some feedback, what I thought about the song Highway to Hell. I thought it was a very dope vibe, uh, smooth pop feel and delivery on this record, very relatable content. I hear the influences of hip-hop and R&B and pop. Uh, it's a dance, kind of bouncy vibe. It makes you want to dance. Um, and I, I feel you when you say top-notch quality on, on your sound. I hear that in the production and sound quality. And I, I can hear this on different, multiple platforms with a crossover potential. So I can hear it on your top 40 radio, but I think it has uh, the ability to cross over to multiple type of platforms and mediums. All right. Well, before I let you introduce the new single for our listeners to put their ears to it, uh, go ahead and give out your social media so they can tap in. Yeah, so it's uh, Instagram at mtstreets underscore official. We got Spotify at mtstreets, SoundCloud at mtstreets. We got Twitter at mtstreets, TikTok mtstreets. You can find me pretty much everywhere at mtstreets. That's what's up, my man, mtstreets. Uh, go ahead, introduce that new single for the people. Yeah, so you're about to listen to my new single, Highway to Hell. Featuring Nova Blisto, and I hope you really like it. There it is, man. Do me a favor, turn it up. You're here for the first time right now on the bandwagon radio. Let go. A million times and places. I seen many faces. I lost track of the basics. And all this time I thought I needed. 
Synergy, no penalties, I let it go Don't know what's gotten into me like I don't even care about health yeah. Flat lines hold a lot of memories A period would probably be the end of me Thin ice never stop withering, what happens when it melts? Feeling like I'm a cluster of particles Everybody know it, everybody read the article I'm not me, don't even expect a Mario With all of this rotisserie, I'm just rolling with Arsenal And I don't need help, I'm fine The little white lie, robbing my emotion blind Going 91 to traffic, I'm planning to crash this time Don't divide the road, I'm about to pass that line, yeah When on my own, I spent some time Recalling memories of mine I needed space to live behind A little bit of worry in my life Some things just had a hold on me And when I knew I couldn't 